Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get the lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash Spotify offer to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite teams out of market Sunday afternoon games exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. But I'm going to tell you this, we ain't done yet. Howdy and welcome back to the Inultimals Podcast. I am Will Stone, he is Chase Caldwell. Week 4 preview. It feels like it's been a while since we've sat down and done a preview. Uh, it's only been two weeks, but... It's, it feels like it's been a long time, and it's been too long to be quite honest. But well, um, well, the last last preview we like merged into our review episode as well because we had the the podcast that shall that's not right. be aired. That's yeah, right. But, yeah, but, but so it's been three, I guess, since we did a true review or preview. I forgot about the lost tapes. The lost tapes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They will never be released. It's a shame. <laughs> oh man! The well, uh, it shall never be heard. Yeah. So we were um, doing a little little show planning right before we hit record, and uh, we've we've kind of had a bit of it's really just been between me and Chase, and we'll we'll say we'll we'll have it on this podcast too whenever we actually find one. But uh, I couldn't find like a truly like bad game of the week. Like there's a lot of really good games. Mm-hmm. This weekend, and uh, some people are calling it Separation Saturday. I mean, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that I coined that term, but I've, I've just heard that people are calling it that. So um, we'll we'll coin that term <laughs> um, as we're on air here. He, he yeah. just came up with it off the dome. <laughs> yeah, on the microphone. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of games we'll get to, but I, I kind of want to start with the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a conference that. You know, I feel like it doesn't get a lot of, well, it doesn't get a lot of love nationally because one, it's uh, going a bit, it's going through a bit of a remodel phase, um, and not a good one like Chip and Joanna. Like this is kind of a bad remodel phase. It, it's what you might call a lame duck. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I don't think we've talked about them adding teams on this podcast. I don't think we uh, have either. Um, that's about all we really need to say about it. Yeah, breaking news: they're they're adding four teams. Yeah, uh, I, I do think the teams that they're adding is about as good as they could add. Um, it also gets them back to fulfilling their name of the Big 12. Yeah, I think they should have added two of those teams when we left. You know, yeah. um, I, I think I think they missed their window of opportunity there. But, uh, yeah. you know, better late than never, maybe. Yeah. If you haven't already seen this news, it, it happened like two weeks ago, but... Um, the Big 12 officially invited, and they've these schools have accepted uh, BYU, Cincinnati, uh, Houston, and Central Florida or UCF. Um, definitely four of the bigger bigger names in the group of five. Um, but I think it's it's a good move for for everybody involved. I think that'll be a a viable conference. I wouldn't call it a power conference, but um, I'm I'm going to watch those games. That sounds. Sounds like a lot of fun, but it, it'll keep them relevant for sure. And I, 
I mean, you got to continue to call it a power conference till they prove otherwise. Because right. in a lot of ways, a lot of those teams would would, I mean, steamroll most of the ACC teams. Yeah. So I mean, well, and it kind of helps out geographically if they go like like west and east, and like like now like now West Virginia has schools close to it, like Cincinnati and sure. uh, UCF, and you know, and at least at least a school in their own in their own time zone. <laughs> but now this is just because I haven't followed it hardly at all, but are they going to do divisions? If they said anything about that? I don't know for sure. I feel like I did read that they are going to do that. Um, but I don't want to, I don't want to tell, tell tales on the podcast, but sure. um, I shouldn't have put you on the spot there, but <laughs> that, that, that's, that's okay. But, I was just thinking out loud. <laughs> and uh, also news, um, last night, the SEC released its 2022 uh, conference schedules. So I, I'm going to assume that that means as of now, they don't plan on Texas and Oklahoma joining next year. Uh, I'm sure that, you know, if if things were to work work themselves out, they would make accommodations for that to happen. But um, I'm sure they have a backup schedule. As well. A backup schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. these I think these big 12 teams are going to join in 2023. I believe is the plan, which would be kind of funny if, you know, it, it, like 2023 could be a truly wild season with those four teams joining and Oklahoma and Texas still being in the big 12. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah that, that, that could be a, a pretty wild story. But um, as far as the games this week, uh, let's just go chronologically. Um, Texas Tech at Texas. Uh, this game is at 11 a.m. on Saturday. It's on ABC. It is. Uh, right down the road from me here in Austin, but um, Texas Tech three and zero, Texas two and one, both kind of well. I guess Texas has played one real opponent and uh, they didn't fare well in that matchup, but they bounced back last week. Texas Tech is three and zero, looks to have an improved defense, and uh, on, on the theme of separation Saturday, like things are going to sort themselves out a little bit across the country and especially in the Big Twelve. But um, I guess like, do you have any? Any thoughts on 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 the Red Raiders traveling to Austin this weekend? I, I like the matchup. I, I'm curious to see it. Um, I honestly haven't followed Tech much. So I, I don't know what to expect from Tech. Um, I just like the – I, I want to see Texas play a decent team. Um and I'm not saying that Arkansas wasn't a decent team. I'm saying Arkansas is a good team, right? Um, so I, I want to see, I want to see where Texas falls tier wise because I, w- I would put Arkansas pretty high up there. Um, so I'm not counting them out for their loss to Arkansas necessarily. Now, if they lose to Texas Tech, might be a different story. I might count them out, but mm-hmm. um, I just want to want to kind of see where Texas really falls in the that caliber of play um so that's that's i think the the most or the biggest thing that i have to say of it for sure yeah yeah tech tech hasn't really been tested yet uh they, they i guess they did end up with a, a pretty impressive win over houston in week one uh they ended up winning that game 38 21 um didn't look great against sfa uh they survived them 28 22 and they they blasted Florida International last week, fifty four twenty one. But this is like obviously their first like real opponent of the season. Um, I don't know. I, I I wish I I wish I had more to offer, but 
I just don't know a lot about tech. And I know that uh, Texas has, has been rolling with uh, Casey Thompson at quarterback uh, after starting the year with Hudson Card. And I think he played pretty well last week against a, a Rice team that's not very good. But um, this, is, th- this is a game where we're going to learn a lot about, about both these teams. Like, is, is Tech going to be a, a contender in this league or are they going to, you know, finish in the bottom half? Well, and I'll, I'll even take that and, and run with it a little bit further to say um, this will be a week that we find a lot out about the Big 12 as a whole. Uh, and, and the primary reason I say that, and it may just be my own personal ignorance, but um, Tech, Baylor, TCU, um, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, these are all teams I haven't followed at all hardly this year. West Virginia just had a good win against Virginia Tech. Um the uh, Baylor has quietly put together a good season. I say quietly because they really haven't, you know, played anybody. And in, in most of their games have been, if they were aired, they were aired on some really small scale streaming service. Um, so they haven't really been games that I've been able to watch. And then not only that, because of what we've talked about in in episodes prior, um, there's been just about every single week, you know, the, the big teams are in a close dogfight, you know, and you don't, you don't want to stop watching is Florida state about to beat Notre Dame. You know, you don't want to start, stop watching is, you know, is Oklahoma going to lose this game to Tulane? You know, like yeah. those, those games keep you peeled to it to where you're not like bored from a big blowout and then flipping through these other games. So, um, like I said, it's, Maybe my own personal, you know, ignorance to it, but I really, really, I feel like the only Big 12 teams that I have watched this season um, is Iowa State, Oklahoma, and Texas, you know. So, Same, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of the Big 12 and, and um, you know, kind of seeing what, what I think of those teams and getting a baseline going for the season, you know. Yeah, uh, and – on that note, this is one of the, the the bigger games on this slate is Iowa State at Baylor uh, on, on at two thirty on Fox. Um, Iowa State, you know, kind of like they're, they're two and one, and I feel like the shine is kind of off on like I think they were expecting kind of a magical season this year after a really good season last year. You know, they started you know in the top ten. I think they were number seven. Uh, they're down to number fourteen now, but um, going into Baylor uh, as a seven point favorite. Um, Baylor surprisingly is in the top 10 in yards per play allowed. Uh, they're like, like a 10th of a yard behind A&M. So that if you, if you think A&M has a good defense, you know, from what they've shown so far, that's, that's about what Baylor's done so far, uh, which is, which is pretty impressive. So, um, I don't know. I think, I think Baylor makes a move this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I, I, like I said, they, they've, Box score wise, they they look pretty good. Um, that's all I know about them, so I can't really say what my expectations are of them. But yeah, um, I wouldn't count them out for sure by any means. And, and I think honestly, of all the teams, you know, I mentioned that this is this will be a week for me to get a baseline in most of the Big Twelve teams. I, I'm um, I'm a little bit hopeful for Baylor. Like I kind of. I would like to see them come out and make a statement. Um, and, and that's the, the one big 12 game that I'm 
mostly excited to watch, mainly just to see Baylor and everything that um, – just see how this their new coaching staff has, has put some things together over the last year and a half or so. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I just I, I just clicked on Baylor's schedule. Um, it's kind of a tough run here over the next uh, four or five weeks. Uh, they host Iowa State this week. They go to Oklahoma State next week. Uh, and then they host West Virginia and then host BYU, who's in the top 15 right now. Um, and then after that, they host Texas. So um, if if they want to, you know, kind of make a statement, this is the weekend to do that. And then sure. uh, their, you know, their matchup against BYU could be, you know, a game that has a lot of, a, a lot of eyeballs on it. But yeah, sure. Um, moving on. Uh, Let's talk about the, the 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 favorite in the Big Twelve and uh, team that's struggled a little bit uh, the past few weeks. But uh, Oklahoma is hosting West Virginia. Uh, that is at six thirty on ABC. They are a seventeen point favorite. Uh, West Virginia. Um, I, I want to give some props to West Virginia for scheduling uh, a pretty tough out of conference schedule. Like they 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 scheduled two Power Five teams in their non con. They uh, they played Maryland week one, and they played Virginia Tech last week. Uh, not not pushovers by any means. I think Virginia Tech was in the top twenty, but that's um, they, they went one and one in those games. They looked really good last week. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like seventeen is is pretty steep. I think they keep it closer than that. Oh, I th- I was shocked by that line. Um, I. I definitely think it would be closer than that. If, if Tulane can keep it closer than that, I think West Virginia could too. Um, I, I Until they prove otherwise, every game that Oklahoma plays from here on out is going to be a question mark game of can they beat them? You know, it, it's not it, – I by no means would think – would put them at beating a team by 17 points right now, uh, especially most of the teams in the Big 12 – so um, I think that's that's that would be a bet I would take. You know, yeah. I would take the under on that. But um, I, I could I could see West Virginia pulling that one out just from what I saw last week. Um, yeah, it just Oklahoma has the the talent and they have they have tools at their disposal and all that, but they just have to put it together. And I mean, they're they're like any of the other good teams this year for the most part. So, yeah. um, you know, that they, they could come out this week and prove me wrong, you know, cover that spread and maybe we see a different Oklahoma team moving forward. But um, I don't know. Like I said, it, it, it'll be, it definitely is proving grounds to see how they fare against a West Virginia um, or just a, a good, decent team, you know? Yeah. Um, very similar to what I said about Texas, except Oklahoma has a lot higher expectations than Texas, so um, we got to start seeing that. You know, shots fired. No, it's no, it's 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 the truth. Yeah, um, especially for I mean, this it, year. The same could same could be said for um, Clemson. Same could be said for Notre Dame. Same could be said for Ohio State. Same yeah. could be said for Texas A and M. Um, in some ways, same could be said for Florida. You know, so, I mean, this isn't – it's not abnormal, and I'm not I'm not um, putting Oklahoma down. I'm saying that all these teams, they need to prove something, you know, and, and yeah. that's why I do, I do like um, Separation Saturday. I like that. 
because <laughs> it, 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 you know, I, the, the commentary I would have about all of those teams I just named Iowa as well. It's, it's all the same. It's hey they've got the talent, they've got the ability, but are they going to execute? And, um, you know, spoiler here, but that's what I'm going to talk about with A and M too. You know, <laughs> so I mean, it, uh, I'm I'm eating my own cooking in that regard. So it, it's it'll be a fun week. I, I'm looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, I do want to make make one comment about the Big Twelve and like, you know, there for there for a good while, the Big Twelve had a reputation of being all offense, no defense, uh, and that was before all Gasto breaks came to Austin. Um, but it, it, last year and even this year so far, like it's kind of turned more towards like there's some really solid defenses and some really solid ground games in the Big Twelve. Uh, like West Virginia used to be a you know you know full on air raid and uh, aired out team and had a bad defense, and now they you know have a really great running back and can run the ball well and has a pretty stout defense. Um, I talked about Baylor being in the the top ten in, in opponent yards per play. Um, Iowa State's number one. I forgot to mention that. And they're number oh, really? one by by a wide margin at, at two point huh. six yards per play allowed, which is uh, absurd. Like I, 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 I don't care who you play if you're playing a bunch of high school teams. That's a very very low number <laughs> to allow. For sure, for sure. Um, so I, I, I guess a lot of unders uh, in the Big Twelve is is what I'd be what I'd be betting on. But um, elsewhere in the league, uh, TCU is hosting SMU in the Battle of the Iron Skillet. Uh, that is at eleven o'clock on FS1. Battle of the three-lettered Christians. Yep, Methodist versus uh from Texas. Is TCU Baptist? Are they Church of Christ or? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, They're did. Texas Christians. Yeah. And then uh, Kansas State, who has snuck into the top twenty-five at number twenty-five, exactly. Uh, Kansas State is at Oklahoma State in a battle of two. Uh, premier ag schools uh, at six o'clock on uh, I guess instead of the big 12 network, they just call this big 12 ESPN plus. So uh, it's on that. If you have that at, uh, at six o'clock, big, uh, big, big weekend in the big 12. Uh, see who's, who's a contender. Who's a pretender. Um, there's a, there's a couple of big games at 11 AM. It's kind of a loaded slate. Uh, the big one. And I, I think college game day is here. I don't know for sure. I should have checked that. But uh, Notre Dame, Wisconsin uh, at Soldier Field in Chicago. Um, Notre Dame, number 12. Wisconsin, number 18. Uh, Wisconsin is favored by six and a half. Chase, I know you, I know your feelings on, on Notre Dame are, are strong. Yeah, they're uh, my feelings. I have strong feelings that they're weak. Um, <laughs> I, I, feel like, Got I feel like Wisconsin will come out and stomp. Notre Dame, personally, um, I have not been impressed. Like all of these, all of these other teams, you know that that right now Notre Dame is being paired with that I paired them with earlier, um, with A and M, Iowa, Ohio State, Oklahoma. They all have questions of like, you know, can they perform at an elite level? Clemson, you know. The other teams I'm looking at, and I'm like, man, they've got some talent. I want to see them execute with that talent. Notre Dame, I'm looking at, and I'm like, I don't know. They they just don't look good at all. Yeah. Um, and and these others, 
these others, I feel like they're not performing like they should. I feel like Notre Dame is performing like they should. Like, I, I feel like they're not, it's not an anomaly. I feel like they're, they're just. Like they're not, not making mistakes. It's, it's yeah. like, it's just, it's just who they are. Like, the, mm-hmm. like, like they're playing up to their potential and this is just what it is. Right. That's, that's kind of how I feel about it. So, um, and I could be wrong, but that's just to, to date. That's what I'm seeing with Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, if they come out and they beat Wisconsin, then I might, I might eat those words and I'm okay eating words. Um, yeah. but I just, I am not impressed. I'm not impressed with them at all. Oklahoma, Clemson, Ohio state. They've done a few things that have impressed me. Um, but they're not performing at an elite level, in my opinion. Yeah. Yet. So, well, and, and Notre, Notre Dame, Dame was just, like, I think that they were like three points away from losing to Toledo a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was close, and like I know that Oklahoma messed around with Tulane and stuff like that, but um, that's bad. Like you can't, you can't. Like I, I, I think they were down to Toledo for most of that game, and then just like yeah. came back in the very last minute to win, but. And, and yeah. I'll, I'll make I'll use this as an opportunity to say that, that my feelings towards Notre Dame are in no way, shape, or form based on Notre Dame getting in the playoff over A and M last year. Because I feel like somebody listening to this podcast might think that since I'm an A and M fan, right? Um, I I couldn't care less about that. Like it, the cards fell the way they fell. I understood why they fell the way they did, and um, you know I I. I hated it, but I wasn't like, you know, I don't have a vengeance or a vendetta towards Notre Dame. Um, I just, I watched their first game just to see how they were. And I was like, whoa, they don't look good at all. And they almost lost, you know, now watch their second game and man, they don't look good at all. And then they almost lost. And, you know, it just has been, that's been the story of their season so far. Yeah. Again, I don't feel like it's mistake driven. I think it's just, I don't think they they've put together a really good team this year, and I honestly kind of feel the same way about Clemson. I feel the same way about Clemson and Iowa. Um, that I, if I were to rank in in terms of my confidence meter on that feeling, I would go Notre Dame, Iowa, Clemson. Um, but I feel like all three of those teams are going to have a down year this year. Um, I was up right now, but I, I don't think they stay there throughout the season. Um, Oklahoma and I, uh, Ohio State, different story. I, I feel like they have talent and they're not putting it in the, into the game yet. And um, that's how I feel towards AM too. Of course, we've had some other, you know, injury issues and things like that that have also added to it, but. Um, you know, those three teams there, AM, Oklahoma, and Ohio State, um, I feel like they're not playing up to their potential. Yeah. And um, Notre Dame, I feel like, is playing up to their potential. <laughs> and that's what I'm trying to say is I think that they're not going to have a good year this year. Well, I think that's a good clarification, uh, especially if we, you know, are uh, attracting, you know, some national listeners that, uh, you know, are going to check us out for the first time. They may think, oh, like these are just some bitter AM fans and blah, 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 right. blah. But, no, and I'm right there with you. Like preseason, I I would have had Notre Dame as a a lock to be a top ten team. 
I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, I know they lost some guys, but that's still, you know, a really talented football team and uh, really well coached. But um, I, I think I think Wisconsin probably exposes him quite a bit. And uh, to look ahead for the next uh, the next four weeks after this game, uh, they play Cincinnati next week. Uh, C- Cincinnati wants to be in the playoff, and they know they have to beat Notre Dame to even get a glance from the from the playoff committee. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going to try to beat Notre Dame badly. <laughs> like yeah, if, yeah. if if they're up by like you know, like if, if they if they have the opportunity to like rub it in, like the, the, they're they're going to do that absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they will, but if they do, like it'll it'll get ugly. Um, the next week they travel to Virginia Tech. Uh, then they host USC, and then they host North Carolina. That's a tough four-week stretch for Notre Dame. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. Um, who's currently ranked 12th. Uh, we'll see how they how they end up. Um, so that game's at 11. Uh, I'll have that on my laptop as my secondary game. But my my main event, the, the, the game I'm putting on my, on my television at 11 a.m. Main event of the morning. <laughs> I love that. Uh, LSU at Mississippi State. Um, wow. I love I love the West, man. I love this division. I love this league. I yeah. love I love getting a glimpse of our opponents, our future opponents, and, and how they look. Um, this is in Stark Vegas. This is with the Cowbells. Uh, a tough place, an annoying place to play in the morning at 11 a.m. Uh, I bet Chase can tell you that. He's, he's experienced yep. that. Um, this line feels like bait. Uh, LSU's favored by two and a half, and I know that's that they, Tiger Bait. That's Tiger Bait. <laughs> I know it. Have you got a strong feeling on this one? I feel like I'm kind of in the in the middle. I wouldn't call it a strong feeling, but I do feel like I do feel like Mississippi State may come out and um, try to prove something this week. I feel like LSU. LSU's not going to go into this game saying, like, we're going to beat Mississippi State to make a statement. Um, but I feel like Mississippi State would come into it saying, we're going to beat LSU to make a statement. And um, so I, I I like this matchup for sure because, honestly, from what we've seen so far this season, I feel like those two are kind of towards the bottom of the barrel in the in the West. Um, yeah, yeah, I would put those two as the bottom two in the West right now. So, and it feels uh, and it feels weird to say that with with LSU because they are so talented. Uh, sure. And the and in and in recent history, I mean they they had a magical season two years ago, but they've always been like good. Like they, they haven't been they haven't been bad since we've been in the SEC outside of last year. And maybe they're bad again this year. <laughs> I mean, if they if if they if they lose this weekend, they're in. They're they're in deep deep, you know what? Because they play Auburn, Kentucky, Florida, LSU, Ole Miss, Alabama, and Arkansas in the next in the next month and a half. <laughs> so, um, they may join some of their other blue blue blood programs at the end of this season. <laughs> yeah, so um, I've I've got all eyes on that one. Uh, very interested to see how that plays out, but um. Really quick, another future AM opponent, uh, Mizzou, is at Boston College, who is three and zero, but has lost their starting quarterback, who was an NFL prospect. Uh, we'll see what Mizzou does. Uh, scrolling through here to the next time slot. Okay, here it is. 
Clemson at North Carolina State. Uh, unfortunately, it's at 2.30. I wish I could watch it. I may have it on my phone or something, but I'll be pretty uh, locked in in Arkansas and probably have uh, high blood pressure for four hours. But mm-hmm. um, Clemson's offense is bad. I, I don't know if if we're ready to come to, to grips with that, but I think it's reality. And uh, I don't know if NC State has got the firepower to knock them off, but I, I don't I don't see Clemson winning out. I, I don't see that happening this year. Yeah, I, I don't. Um, I I just I, I I said that earlier. You know, I'm I'm not like of all the teams that I feel like aren't just just truly aren't as good as they have been. Um, Clemson's at the bottom of my list in terms of confidence of of. You know, if I'm ready to say that yet, um, I'm not necessarily ready to say that, but I'm pretty close, you know, just from from what they've put out there. Um, But it's just it's such a hard it's it's a hard thing to do after three weeks of football. Like it's just hard across the board. Um, I and so I'm not going to make I I hate to be wishy washy on, on things that I'm saying, but at the same time, whenever I listen to any kind of sports radio and stuff, whenever people, you know, are, are hot and cold, you know, they're, they just, they're, this team is either really good or they really suck. I, that kind of, I kind of tune that out personally. Um, but I, you know, I just don't think that Clemson is as good as they have been. Um, every elite team and really good team, especially ones that, that are good year over year over year, They'll have their down years, and um, so I I really think that this is one for Notre Dame for sure. Um, again, I may eat my words on that, but I also think that for Clemson, um, and so I think I think I, they're not going to finish the season unscathed. I feel confident confident enough to say that. Now I I know that they've already lost to Georgia, but I'm saying like the rest of the season they're going to drop another one at least in my opinion. Um, they might drop two, might drop three. I mean, you know, it's very, very possible. Thing is, the ACC is just weird. Um, yeah, and, you know, yeah, and, and and their schedule, like it's it's trash. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, so I don't know. Um, I I don't think they're all that great this year. Well, and it's, but, it's weird because I think we got spoiled with. Like they had Deshaun Watson, who was mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, they had Trevor Lawrence, who was awesome, and they just had these, you know, incredible top tier offenses. And it's weird seeing them struggle on that side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it is it is odd. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just a. Uh, I. I don't really know what to make of them yet. And honestly, that's what I hate to not give. Like I said, I don't want to be wishy-washy on it, but I just, I just don't know what to make of them, but I'm just not, not feeling them this year for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, I think if they're going to lose another one this weekend is a prime opportunity. Uh, mm-hmm. NC state, you know, I, I, I bought in on them, you know, after week one and they kind of let me down the next week, but uh, I'm, I'm still believing 
they do have a really good offensive line. Uh, the best thing Clemson has is their defensive line. So if if NC State's offensive line can kind of you know neutralize that, uh, this will be a very close game. Um, mm-hmm. NC State has a good quarterback. They've got good skill position guys, um, and it's and it's at home for the Wolfpack. So uh, definitely an interesting game. Um, wish it wasn't at two thirty, but also at two thirty, I hate this. Um, my beloved uh, UTSA Roadrunners are going to Memphis for their. Um, you know, I, I checked their schedule just now, and uh, Memphis is the last team that they won't be favored against. Uh, Memphis is favored by three. If UTSA beats them, they're three and zero right now. Mm-hmm. They they may pull off a little little twelve and zero season <laughs> if they can get past Memphis. Get um, a little okie doke sauce going or something. Yeah, yeah. Especially like they've got UNLV, Western Kentucky, Rice, LaTeX, UTEP. Like they can, like they can stack up some wins here. But um, that's a good test for them. That's a good test for. Uh, for you know, a pretty, a pretty strong G five team to you know go and play at Memphis, you know, a, a, a G five perennial powerhouse, you know, the past ten years. But um, I wish I could watch that one at about six o'clock and not two thirty. But yeah, um, sure. Well, and and another another game. This one I'm backing up on this one, but it just kind of reminded me um, tomorrow night, which will be the night that this airs. Um, the Marshall Thundering Herd is uh, going up against App State. Um, that'll be a that'll be a, a good game. I'm excited yeah. to watch that one. My buddy uh, Mac Good, he uh, was the the reason he was my counterpart in Tamu Equipment, and uh, the reason they called me Cheese. We were together. We're oh, he, he coined that. Uh, well, they coined it because wow. when we we started, Mac and I started it right about the same time, and so they called us Mac and Cheese. Um, mm, okay, gotcha. But yeah, we uh, we uh, he uh, today's his birthday, and he is on the Marshall staff, and um, hopefully they get a birthday win for Mac. I would love to be at Nymphas with him right now, <laughs> like old times. But uh, R.I.P. to Nymphas. I think the one in College sure. Station shut down. But, it did. It did. Um, Marshall's a pretty good quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's, he's a true sophomore. But um, App State's tough, man. That, that'll be a that'll be a good game for sure. Yeah, that'll be a good game to watch, and it's on the ESPN, so I'm excited. Yeah, to watch it. you said that that's that's on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I know what I'm doing tomorrow night. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, in 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 this awkward. Uh, West Coast window at five o'clock central on the Pac-12 network, uh, so you can't watch anyway. Um, UCLA uh, is at Stanford. Uh, Stanford looked like crap week one, uh, turned around and throttled USC. Um, whooped up on Vanderbilt last week. Uh, UCLA has done the opposite, where looked great from the get go. Lost last week to Fresno State, so um, more separation for your separation Saturday is. Is UCLA going to bounce back, go eleven and one, uh, or are they, you know, going to continue their their downward trend? You know, well, um, sorry, I keep derailing us, but um, fun fact about Fresno State: um, <laughs> it's not really not not really a state. <laughs> it's not not a state in the sense like it's it's just not a state. Like it's not one of the 
you know, 50 states of America. But um, some would, uh, there's some that would disagree even with that, with that fact that you just pointed out. Well, you know, and <laughs> look, you can't disagree with science, you know, yeah. so, um, but there's 50 stars you know, on the flag, not 51. I, I will say uh, Fresno has a better ag export GDP than um, every other state other than Texas and Iowa. So, um, you know, put, put some respect on their name, you know? Yeah. But, I love ag. So I love that. I love, I love ag as well. Um, hey, I'd, I'd love to see Fresno state and UTSA square off in a bowl game or something. Ooh, that could be fun. Be a good matchup. I'd like to see I'm, that. I might have to make a bet with a certain one of our listeners if that happens. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far, but uh, it would be, it would be a good matchup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Two, um, two of the two of the top uh, producers, uh, ag producers, ag export GDPs, you know, Fresno yeah. and Texas. You know, it's it's kind of a lackluster evening slate, if I'm being honest. Uh, Tennessee plays at Florida. Um, that that doesn't really do it for me. Uh, Michigan or not Michigan? Nebraska plays at Michigan State. Uh, don't really care for that. Um, Alabama hosts Southern Miss. Not a lot going on there. <laughs> I, I, I guess I'm watching West Virginia, Oklahoma. That's the only that's the only decent game in this in this window. Yeah. It appears. Um, we already covered that. Uh, and then in the Pac-12, I, I guess there's some good games. Um, Oregon hosts Arizona. They'll probably smoke them. Um, USC hosts Oregon State. Uh, there's kind of a quarterback battle at USC now after the. Uh, the starter got hurt and the backup looked good. Um, hmm. Colorado at Arizona State. And, uh, you know, hopefully Colorado makes us look better and uh, doesn't <laughs> we're, embarrass we're us every week. week. It does, it really <laughs> oh, man. Uh, um, only we can make us look better. That's, that's it. Make it well, look that's like a, a fluke. Yeah. Well, that's about it. Um, you want to do lock of the week real quick? <laughs> yeah. That way people know what to bet against. Uh, <laughs> who are you locking up this week? I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident in this one. Uh, but go back to the start of the show. Uh, I am locking up Baylor minus seven, or I guess Baylor's plus seven uh, against Iowa State. That was a pretty good one. What's the spread on Alabama Southern Miss? <laughs> Ooh, are you? <laughs> Okay. It's forty-five. Oh, okay, I, I, don't, I don't know anything about spread, so I'm just going to lock up Alabama beating Southern Miss. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let's go. Uh, lock of the week. Um, How about West Virginia plus seventeen against Oklahoma. You said plus seventeen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah, we were talking about this just a minute ago. Yes, I'll lock that one up for sure. Washington is covering that. Mountaineers, let's go. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk about the Texas A&M Aggies. Week two of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 
To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up, because you may not want to miss this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any week one game to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to receive $150 of free bets when you place $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Okay. Um, I feel like I was maybe a bit too negative on our, our prior episode. Um, Dang it, Will. Uh, I wanted you to go negative this time. Are you going to go negative? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going positive. You want me to go negative? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we offset each other, but no, it's okay. Nope it's yeah. it's 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 Homer o'clock. We're gonna Homer it up. So yeah, let's Homer um, it. <laughs> I, I will Homer say for derbies. I will say first of all the the weird infatuation that the media has with Arkansas for running all over a a, a mediocre Texas team. Um, I get it. Like I, I, I respect this Arkansas team. I think they're very sound and they're a good, solid team. Um, people are hyping this up like they're like Alabama or something. Um, I don't get that. But what I do like is that this is the the uh, CBS game of the week in the SEC. It's at two thirty. Um, this game is going to draw a lot of viewers. There, there's no doubt about it. As many good games as there are at two thirty. We talked about that. Um, People are going to watch this. Uh, I don't know when we've both been ranked in this matchup the last time. I'm sure it's happened, but uh, this one stands out as them like like they're undefeated. They're you know ranked in the top twenty. Uh, this has got a lot of you know lead up to it, a lot of anticipation. Uh, so I do like that. This is a great opportunity to show what we're about. And I feel like last year after the Florida game, our big chance was at home against LSU, you know, we were the best game on in, the, in that time slot uh, on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Everybody tuned in and we played like crap, even though we won. And people just forgot about us and just wrote us off after that. Um, I feel like a lot of people have written us off due to the quarterback injury. And this a, a statement win this weekend would be huge, not just for this team and their, their own belief in themselves, but uh, – it'd be big on the national stage and like, you'd be, you know, Lord willing, you know, you win this week, uh, win next week, you're undefeated. You're probably back in the top five, uh, going into the matchup with Alabama. Well, if we weren't in the top five, um, that would be 
insane because we would have a really good win on our record at that point. Right. Um, but so I've said all along since we started this podcast, how good I think Arkansas is. I think Arkansas will be third in the West behind Texas A&M, who I think will be second in the West and Alabama, who I think will be first. Um, I worry about this game because outside of Alabama, this is our biggest game of the year. Um, and that was, even if LSU was, was good. Um, if, you know, we've got Ole Miss looks good. Auburn looks good. Arkansas looks better in my opinion. Um, Arkansas is a good, sound, tough team. Um, Sam Pittman has really, really put together a good team, and I, I give him tons of credit because I, I just thought he was a name on a piece of paper whenever he came in, and he has done really, really well. We're gonna win. I, I don't, I don't think. I, I'm not underestimating our opponent. I, that's what I wanted to, to preface with that part because I have been big on Arkansas all leading up this, and this doesn't change. But we we now have a chip on our shoulder that we didn't have coming into the – well, I guess we had it in the sense that we missed out on the playoff last year. But that chip's – that chip has sailed. <laughs> Um, <laughs> now the chip is people think that we're bad because we have our, our backup quarterback and our back. Uh, they forget that we were in a quarterback battle, just like half of the teams in the nation that have quarterback battles, their secondary comes up and then, you know, ends up being a, a really good quarterback. Um, I, they think they're going to run all over us. And a lot of Aggies are trying to say, Oh, well, they, yeah, they're going to, they're going to run all over us. No, they're not. I, I just don't I don't expect them to to run all over us like like Colorado did. Um, I I think that we're going to come in with a really good game plan. This is an opponent that we know, um, and I think we're going to have their number yet again. Um, I'd like to see us beat them by seventeen or more. You know, like I, I'd like to see us win it handedly. You know, maybe it's a game going into the fourth quarter, and then, you know, we we finish out the game. I'd like to see us finish. Um, I think that we can do it. I, I have belief that we can do it. Um, we've got the talent to do it. If all things were the same, the talent that we have on our team should win this game, you know, regardless. Right. We've had enough adversity to this point in the season that we don't need any more. You know, we need, we need to – you know, really show out this week. And I think we can. And I think, I think in some ways, you know, um, if I was in our locker room, I would want to come out and make a statement. You know, it's very rare. You already mentioned it, that you can't necessarily point to a time that we were both ranked. Um, I can't either. Arkansas is always the, oh, A&M needs to come out and beat Arkansas to make a statement. And it's always Arkansas is a bad team, and A and M went into overtime against them, so A and M's not any good. 
this time we have an opportunity to prove how good we are by beating them soundly. And um, I think we do it. I think we pull it off. Yeah, um, I'm right there with you. And like early on in the week, before I had, had rewatched our game and before I had had, had watched their games, um, I was feeling the same way or I was feeling, you know, kind of a, a nervous, you know, I was feeling nervous about this game this weekend. But um, I, I see this game going one of two ways. Uh, I think the most likely is uh, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be low scoring, uh, kind of a defensive uh, football game, and we pull it out like 17-13 or 17-10. Um, that's the most likely. The second most likely is we win by like three touchdowns. And it's not because I don't think Arkansas is any good uh, or I think that we're amazing, but we have a lot more talent than they do. Uh, I think their offense, like they've – well, first of all, they got some injuries. They've got a center and a right tackle who may or may not suit up. If they do, they won't be 100%. Uh, their star receiver, Traylon Burks, uh, has not been the same as he was last year. Uh, he's been banged up and in a walking boot. Um, and, and they don't like – like to beat A&M, you have to have like elite speed at receiver, a, you know, a stud offensive line and a stud quarterback – that can you know connect on deep passes, and I don't think Arkansas has that. I think Arkansas has a really good you know, like it's an offense that they know very well. It can execute you know at a high level, uh, but when it comes to like if, if we, as long as we you know, as long as the defense reads their keys and doesn't make mistakes and plays you know their assignments, they're not going to give up very many points to Arkansas. They're just not. Um, that they're not built to take advantage of what uh, any person. And honestly, I don't know what our weakness is on defense to be quite honest. <laughs> like, right. uh, like I coming into the season, I thought it might be, you know, uh, the speed of our cornerbacks, but um, that's, that's to be determined. We haven't played a team that uh, has a ton of speed and uh, Arkansas doesn't have that. doesn't have it either. So um, I could see our defense having a, a, a very, very strong game. Uh, the only part that, that gives me some pause is is our offense against their defense. And it's it's led by Barry Odom. He's an excellent coordinator. Um, it's kind of like a 3-3-5. Uh, like, it's hard to explain. Like, they, they, they don't put a lot of numbers in the box, but they play downhill very, very fast. As soon as they read run, they're – like they're they're coming downhill and, and meeting the ball carrier for you know a one yard gain or no yard gain. Um, this is a game where Zach has to you know trust his reads, you know make quick quick decisions uh, and get the ball to the right people. And the the offensive line cannot screw up this game. Like they can't you know be letting people run free and uh, and 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 letting uh, and and get a lot of pressure on Zach basically, but. Um, but really like unless Zach just turns it over multiple times, I've got a hard time seeing us not pull through and win this game. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I also think that we unleash some of our weapons that we might've kept a little bit more holstered so far this season. Um, 
I think we probably came in to Colorado thinking that we could holster some and weren't thinking about what happens if, if King goes down. So then we were playing off the cuff. Um, not this week. I think, I think they've been planning for it, you know, and they're, they're ready to yeah. open up. I mean, you look at how many young guys got some reps last week that, you know, are, are good threats. Um, that I think you see more rotation at receiver this week than we've seen all year so far. Um, I think, I think we're going to, I think we're going to really come out attacking them. I, I could see some deep balls quickly, you know, just to, to keep them on their toes all game long. And then we're just, we're going to do our thing and, and run it down their throat, you know, and, um, yeah. Not saying that we're going to run all over them and that they don't have a good run defense. I'm just saying that um, ultimately what it comes down to is a line battle, in my opinion, of their D-line versus our O-line and our D-line versus their O-line. I'm taking A&M all day long on that um, because I think we get way more stops on our defense than they would get on theirs. Yeah. Um, so that's why I am very confident going into this game. Um, I do think that we're going to – I think we're going to have a really fun game. Yeah. Honestly, that's what our team needs. Um, we've had some time now to plan for some of the adversities that we've dealt with. But I think I think we, we come out strong. We've got a statement to make. You know, we've been doing, handling our business as best as we can, which hasn't been great. But we're number seven in the country. You know, we've we've steadily gone down a little bit. You know, throughout the year, um, we've got something to prove. We have an opportunity to do it. We have an opportunity to beat a team that stomped Texas. You know, two weeks later, and yeah. um, you know, Arkansas is going to come in thinking we beat A and M. We run the state of Texas. You know, we beat both Texas and A and M. They're going to come out there. They want to win this game, and uh, I could see them buying into some of the rat poison out there about them right now. Um, and I hope that they are. I hope That's they're buying every little piece of it, and I hope they're coming in like, "Yeah, we're going to crush A and M." And then we just take the wind out of their sails early and just um, control the entire game. You know? Yeah. No. Uh, there's. There's something you said kind of at the beginning where um, about us holding some things back, and I think that's I think that's spot on. When I went back and watched our game against New Mexico, um, in about three or four plays, we're up 14-0. I mean, th- three or four offensive plays, we're up 14-0. And I think after that, Jimbo was like, okay, we're, we're, we're going to win this. Um, let me tinker with some stuff and kind of see what works, what doesn't work. It basically is basically a scrimmage after that. Like Jimbo wanted to see, like he's not trying, he's not doing what Ole Miss does, where they're still, you know, just throwing deep shots when they're up by thirty on uh, on Tulane, <laughs> like this past weekend. Um, he's just trying to, you know, throw things at his quarterback and his his young offensive line and, and young receivers too that haven't haven't played very much, um, and see what they can handle and see how they you know perform in a game and uh, for a game like this weekend. You know, I think he's going to scheme them up, and I think you know he's going to uh, 
maybe not throw the kitchen sink, but he's going to have a, a, a really, really good plan uh, for how to attack them. And, um, you know, I thought, I thought Calzada improved the ton from, from, you know, being thrust in on the road to, uh, you know, to the game last week. And now he's just got more, he's got more reps. He's got, he, he's I, I think, I think you see a same level of progression from Colorado to New Mexico and then New Mexico to Arizona, or to Arkansas. And yeah. I, I think just if, if he can have the same level of progression that he had from the last two games into this game, he's, he's going to really show out. He's going to really yeah. impress some people. Yeah. And that's huge. Um, Cause like as good as like he played pretty well on Saturday, but there's still things that, uh, that he didn't do well, you know, here and there. Mm-hmm. And, now that just you know that that allows Jimbo to stay on him and you know uh, keep on him to keep getting better and you know gives him some things to look at in, in film of you know his own live his live game reps on uh, what he saw and like things he should have done and um, I'll, I'll tell you this uh, before we started recording I, I I skipped to the end of the pulse uh, just because I saw uh, comments on Texas about Jimbo's post game speech after last week and. Uh, he, he he's pissed. He was pissed off after that win, and uh, he he let those boys know that uh, what they did last Saturday isn't going to get it done. And I, I bet he's been on them all week. And I'd, I'd I'd be shocked if this team comes out flat on Saturday. That that would shock me. I agree. Because like I said, they have something to prove. The rest yeah. of the season so far, what do they have to prove? Oh, we got to play Colorado. You know, yeah. we got to play New Mexico. Um, we're in SEC SEC matchup here. I mean, we're we're into our SEC schedule now, and we're not starting with the worst team in the SEC. Which I've seen that been going around over the you know Twitter sphere. If you think Arkansas is the worst team in the SEC West, you're you're mistaken. Um, they're not not this year. Uh, they may have been last year or whatever, but they are not this year. And um, I think the whole nation has has gotten behind Arkansas, it seems like, and good. <laughs> Let them. You know, because now we get something that we can prove, and and I think we play like that. So I, I'm very confident going into this game. I, I think I've seen a lot about it being a defensive slugfest. I don't think that that's what we're going to see. I think we're going to see an offensive battle, and I think we win that ten times out of ten. I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna come out fast, and I I wouldn't be surprised if it's very similar to the New Mexico game, you know, where we come out and we we pop fourteen on them, you know, halfway through the first, and yeah. then you know we, we could go in halftime up, you know, by three or four touchdowns, um, yeah, or three or four scores, I guess I should say, because we might kick a field goal, but. Um, I'm not. I'm not scared of their their defense. I think their I think their secondary is a little bit overrated, and I'm not saying that as if they're bad. I'm just saying that people act like they're world beaters, and I just don't think that they are. Yeah. Um, you know, bumper pool gets a lot of a lot of attention. Um, good. I mean, he's a, he's a good player, but he's not an elite player. And and, and Grant and Grant Morgan. Uh, Hayden yeah, Henry is, that the, is the, which one's a walk on that guy? Grant like, Morgan. He's number uh, thirty-one. 
Ever since that, that game last year where they got five interceptions or six interceptions in a game, it's been like, oh, the Arkansas secondary, watch out for them. I'm not – I mean, well, and, sure, they, they might might get an interception or two here or there, but, I mean, they only do that if we're in the ball out and we're going to be here in the ball out. Yeah. Well, in the week – like last year, the, the week after that game when uh, everybody was hyping them up as this amazing defense uh, – we scored 42 on them in three quarters the next week. <laughs> so, right, right. Um, uh, I think it's, it's kind of a similar story this year. Like they've got an, an impressive win. You know, we'll, I think, I think hats off to them for uh, beating Texas the way they did. Um, but a lot of folks have written up, have written off A&M and uh, I think they, they end up regretting that this weekend, but Arkansas proved something by beating Texas. We haven't proved anything. Yeah. You know, and that's what they that's what you gotta look at is they don't have something to prove. They in in a lot of ways they've already kind of proven it. We haven't yet, and um we need to prove that we're a top ten team. Yeah. Uh I just remembered something I meant to note about Arkansas. Um definitely one of the most like senior laden and experienced teams. I think someone said they had like uh like twelve super seniors. And like twelve, like normal normal seniors, um, a lot of guys that have played a lot of ball. Um, and the quarterback hasn't played a ton, but he played some last year and he started every game this year. Um, he's he's not the most accurate passer, but he's a good player. Um, he makes really good reads when it comes to the read option in the run game. But um, they've got a lot of experience, and uh, that's something that AM doesn't have a lot of uh, on its offense as of right now. But um, like we said, separation Saturday. Is AM going to separate from the rest of the pack in the West? Or are they going to, you know, kind of have a disappointing, you know, start to the season? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm excited to see it. I, I'm confident. I think we're going to win. That doesn't mean that I'm underestimating our opponent. Um, I'm just, and maybe I'm overestimating AM, if anything. Um, but, I think I think we've been underestimated to this point, yeah. And we gotta we gotta prove that, you know, we're we're worth our weight and salt. Yeah. Well, maybe it's the Kool Aid. Maybe I'm, I'm. Maybe this is me being a realist. But I went from nervous on Monday night to uh, very excited for this game. I, I am. I, I've been I've been excited for every game so far just to see our team play. But I am pumped for this. Like, this is the first game I've been absolutely pumped for. Like this is. This is what this damn podcast is about. Is <laughs> games Absolutely. like this? Like, go out like you, like this is a damn good football team and can be damn good. Go out there and prove it against a team that is a ranked opponent who's a good team and uh, do it in front of you know fifteen million viewers. You know if Absolutely. that's if that's who who tunes in. But um, I'm excited about it. I think I've said all I want to say. Uh, have you got anything else before I wrap us up? Nope, I'm good. I made girls some pork this weekend in honor of of this. That's a great idea. Sutton's going to come over. We're going to watch the game. So um, there you go. We were just talking earlier about what we're going to do to uh, or what we're going to cook. I do some I carnitas. Think we'll, I, I think I have Is that some pork? carnitas in the freezer. Yeah, it's pork. Okay, cool. Glad I didn't screw that up. <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> or some chorizo, even. There we go. Oh, fireman sausage. That's yeah. what we call it. Walks a hatchy. Nice. More on but, that later. 
All right. Uh, I hope y'all are as excited as we are for this game. I hope we've we've talked you into uh, going into Saturday with a good feeling, but uh, we'll see how it goes, and we will talk to you next week. See you.